Hello. <laughs> so as Rod said, my name is Rachel. Um, I'm currently a chaplain resident at Bronson Hospital, um, and that's been kind of a newer thing. Um, graduated from Western Theological Seminary just this past spring, so have been really enjoying the complex work of chaplaincy. It's just been a wild ride. Um, so that is a lot of the background that I'm bringing today, and I think that will come forth as um, we spend time together. So um, as always, um, usually I get a text from Rob that's like, hey, you're ready to preach? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, what are you thinking? And he said the most dreading thing for me this past week, which was, no series, anything you want. Now, as someone who, if you do Enneagram, Enneagram 6, gotta love anxiety, if that's your thing. Um, it was the most open forum. So I'm not quite known for joyful, hope-filled, uplifting um, talks as I choose to often dwell in what I would call shadowy seasons, especially in my life as a chaplain. So my hope today is that we can find a way to spend some time in those shadows today, maybe even our own shadows. And instead of a sermon, I want to frame tonight as an invitation into looking at grief and lament. But before we get too deep, I would like to hand out a coloring sheet to our young friends. Come on up, my friends. And one for you. Yay. Yeah, there you go. Do you want to hand the rest of those out? Yeah. Thank you so much. And then I believe we have crayons and things on that little table over there. And as Rod said, when we're done, we want to see your artwork because I've heard we have some up-and-coming artists. So we're excited to see that when we're all done tonight. So the funny thing about these coloring sheets, and they're, they're gone, which is awesome, um, I actually made them. And the proof of that is there is a, oh, thank you. There is a spelling error on one of the only words on this page. And as a Master of Divinity student, that's pretty embarrassing. I misspelled Psalm. That's pretty bad. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's an original artwork. Whoops. Um, but I made it because the closest thing I found to a, um, a coloring sheet on Lament and I'll describe it to the podcast and let this pass around, is um, the very last verse of Psalm 13, which is the verse that we're going to be going through today. Um, My heart shall rejoice, dot, 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 in your salvation. Beautiful words, not really encapsulating a lament, as we'll get into. We have a heart next to what I presume is a journal or a Bible, and a rainbow cascading over top. So I'm going to hand this around. You guys can see that one. Welcome to grief and lament. (laughs) 
when I see that coloring sheet, what the closest thing to lament, right, on the internet, um, what I see in that is there is not necessarily a desire in our culture to sit in grief, to lament, maybe even a misunderstanding of lament. And I'm not sure about you, but hope does feel better to sit in. And often in our culture is responded to with affirmation. And to go even further, a sprinkling of hope is often given when it's not asked for. So in the book, Everything Happens for a Reason, and Other Lies I've Loved by Kate Bowler, um, she shares multiple unhelpful, hope-filled statements that were given to her when diagnosed with stage four cancer. And the title, Everything Happens for a Reason, is one of them. In the hospital, I see all forms of grief and all met with a different reception. While a silent tear and potentially a statement that says, you know, we'll get through this together, we'll get through this, is met with affirmation from both family and nursing staff. Grief, which comes from the deepest depths of someone's being, is often met with security guards and me, which is a hurried call from nursing staff that says, go do your magic, which I have learned is code for calm them down. So what is lament? Um, Dr. Sung Chan Ra defines lament as an appropriate response to the reality of brokenness and suffering in the world and requires a realistic self-perception that there is something wrong with the world. And I'll say that one more time. So lament is the appropriate response to the reality of, a bro of brokenness and suffering in the world and requires a realistic self-perception that there is something wrong with the world. Lament can happen both individually, personally, whether that be through um, prayer, journaling, um, but also together or corporately. Oftentimes we see this in a memorial service or a funeral. But I would gently challenge that often our lament is stuck in these organized spaces of grief. Even the liturgical movement of a funeral, in my opinion, is mechanized to move through grief over the course of a few days. But those who are part of what I call the horrible club you don't want to be part of, whether that be you've witnessed death, you have deep grief, trauma, whatever that may be, you know that that movement from death or trauma or grief to hope does not only last over a few days. I remember after my brother passed at month six, my mom told me, no one remembers anymore. It's gone quiet. So, Perhaps, at least with my own story of grief and suffering, claiming and acknowledging that what happened was not fair, it was not right, and saying, as in Psalm 13, how long, O Lord? Maybe healing didn't completely happen, but it allowed me to enter into a space where I could hold that grief with others, understanding a little better what theirs is. 
So even as I say this today, I still have waves of grief that surprise me and even disable me. My brother died seven years ago this year, and still I have dreams with him in it. A smell in the hospital brought me back to the place of his death just on Monday. And still, the smell of fresh-cut grass and the first snow of the season remind me of the simple things he loved. And I believe grief lives in our bones. It aches, like when a storm comes, and reminds us that it's still present. And friends, we are given a blueprint how to speak this grief into existence. And we will not be jumping to hope too quickly today because God can hold that space with us. So what I want to do is this. I want to read Psalm 13 and just invite you. I had in my notes originally to ask you something I wanted you to do, but since this can be a heavy thing, even just to sit in this space for this long, I just want to keep inviting you, and you can choose what you will enter into or not. But just to invite you and to listen to what it's saying and how it's said, and maybe think of your own response to how long, O oh Lord. So what I want to do is read Psalm 13, um, and then we'll practice lamenting. I'll lead us in that. And um, what will happen is Anna will play us a song, a recording of a song that she had written. Um, and then we'll just keep moving the space from here. But let's practice, let's practice grief together as you are invited into that, okay? So Psalm 13, um, this translation is from the Inclusive Language Psalter. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I have perplexity in my mind and grief in my heart day after day? How long shall my enemy triumph over me? Look upon me and answer me, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, lest I sleep in death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed, and foes rejoice that I have fallen. But I put my trust in your mercy. My heart is joyful because of your saving help. And I will sing to the Lord who has dealt with me richly, and I will, I will praise the name of the Lord Most High. So, Lord, we lift our lament to you as we say, How long, O Lord? How long, O Lord, will sickness and harm, how long will sickness harm those we love, both viruses and chronic pain? How long will poverty impact our neighbors and the gap continually widen between the rich and the poor? How long, O Lord? How long, O Lord, will violence remain in our words and through our actions? How long will loneliness, tears, and estrangement and dysfunction permeate our family systems? How long, O Lord? Maybe this is a time you can enter in your own lament. 
How long, O Lord? How long, O Lord? How long, O Lord? (laughs) 